First of all, uh, a word of uh, appreciation. Thank you for inviting me here to preach this evening and as well tomorrow morning. Uh, it was asked um, if I was baptized here, and no, I wasn't. I was baptized at the Lutheran Church in Malta, Montana, up on the High Line. I was baptized there with my double cousin, who was seven days younger than I. However, uh, I was born and raised right here in Billings, and Peace Lutheran is really the only place uh, where my faith formation happened. I was born and raised in this congregation, came here for worship and Sunday school and vacation Bible school. Um, it was here that my holy imagination was sparked. I was just sitting here thinking, um, this chancel area looked much different when I was a child. The altar was up on that next uh, riser up. But the side lights um, in this recessed area were always there. And as a small child, I always thought that was the doorway to heaven. If you can just get behind the altar, that's how you get into heaven. I think this is the first time I've ever admitted that, that I've had that in my mind as a child. Uh, but nevertheless, it is good to be back with you uh, so many years after those uh, formative years. Uh, as mentioned, I'm currently a chaplain at St. John's United. Um, I'm the new kid on the block there, started back in October and have just really been enjoying that uh, new context for min ministry and mission work. And want to extend a word of thanks and appreciation uh, to Peace Lutheran among all the other partner uh, congregations of St. John's. You uh, have supported the ministry there and the work that we do in caring for our elderly residents um, and as well members in these congregations. So again, thank you. Friends, grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen. How many of you have overheard this conversation? Hey, how's it going? Going great. How about you? Uh, you know how it is. Just busy, busy, busy. Yeah, I know what you mean. Just don't have enough time to get everything done. Right. Just on the run all the time between work and kids and church and everything else. It's just busy, busy, busy. Hey, good to see you. Maybe we'll slow down one day and can catch up. Yep, when it's not so busy. We've all heard this conversation, haven't we? Nah, we've likely been in that conversation. There just doesn't seem to be enough hours in the day. If we just had more time, we've all said it. We've all hoped it would be true. Here's what I've discovered, though. We all have time for what we choose to have time for. Let me say that again in case you didn't catch it. We all have time for what we choose 
to have time for. Our struggle becomes deciding between what is important and what is urgent. If we don't know the difference between the important and the urgent, we'll never be able to choose the important. We will, by default, choose the urgent every time. I know what you're thinking. Urgent things are important things. Sometimes. Sometimes that's right. Some of the things we face in life can be both urgent and important. The reality is that those urgent and important things are kind of rare. Rather, our neglect for the important forces us to the urgent. Let me give you a couple examples. When our car needs to get fixed, it's an urgent matter. But when our car needs fixing because we didn't take care of the oil, we've been forced into the urgent because we've ignored the important. Another example, when we get sick, our health becomes urgent all of a sudden. But when we're sick because we're overworked or we haven't slept well or eaten well, then we've neglected the important so that we're forced to deal with the urgent. I want to take that just a little bit further and say that if we don't understand what is important, everything will become urgent. The urgent is going to crowd out our life and dominate everything and push out everything that is truly important. In our gospel text today, we encountered two sisters who are involved in kind of that same situation, but each made a different choice. I think we can learn something from their responses to kind of help us distinguish between the important and the urgent. So Mary and Martha, sisters to Lazarus, yes, that guy that Jesus raised from the dead, and they lived with Lazarus in Bethany, not too far out of Jerusalem. We really don't know for certain, but Jesus was probably a guest at their house more than once. He could have been a regular there. Regardless, word gets out that Jesus and his disciples are on the way. Martha gets frantic. The house is a mess, nothing to eat. What are we going to feed them? I very much understand Martha's concern. It's a legitimate concern. 
She wanted to be a gracious host. After all, hospitality in the ancient Near East was a big thing. One of the worst things you could do in that Jewish culture was to be inhospitable. And factor in that just before and after this reading, Jesus had this entourage of 15 or 20 people tagging along with him. What happens in your house when 15 or 20 people show up unexpectedly? The situation gets very urgent, doesn't it? We all get it. Now, I'm not throwing my wife under the bus here, but I'm kind of married to a Martha. I'll come home and tell Trudy, "Um, we've got some people coming over tonight. And she'll pretty much just drop what she is doing, start swiffering and picking up, wondering if we have enough food or something to drink. I'd never say that's a bad thing. It's important, just like it was for Martha. Martha's problem, as Luke says it, is that she was distracted by those tasks in front of her. She was so distracted by the tasks that she failed to notice the importance of just enjoying that relationship. Her service took precedence over the Savior. So here's a lesson for all of us. The urgent will always distract us from the important. Martha's distraction not only caused her to miss that deeper relationship with Jesus, but it also kind of disrupted that relationship with her sister. Yeah, that's right. Mary found that which was most important according to Jesus. But what did Martha do? She complained. Lord, tell my sister to help me out here. Little triangulation going on here. I'm slaving away and she's just sitting there. This is outrageous. Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, you're consumed with the urgent and missing the important. We've all been there, done that, myself included. My father died, um, see it's been about 10 years now, from a progressive disease related to Parkinson's. I was living with my family in Minnesota at the time and I would come back and visit more regular, the closer to the end. It was only 
after he died that I came to regret that most of my time was spent not sitting at his side in the house or up at St. John's nursing home, hearing the family stories and catching up on our kids and playing some cribbage. But I spent most of my time at his house working, sorting out junk in the basement, tending to some of those tasks that just kept me occupied. I knew that my dad's life was short at that time. And we had the basement and upstairs and garage and yard full of clutter, junk. The junk had become urgent. And I missed the important. Darren, Darren, you're distracted by your many tasks. You're consumed by the urgent and missing the important. There's an easier way to learn what's important without having the regret. So Jesus enters our lives and teaches us. If we're going to choose the important over the urgent, we have to choose Jesus first because Jesus is what matters most. Now, that's not in a a legalistic way, but remembering that it's Jesus who first chose us. It's Jesus who first loved us. It's Jesus who has come into our lives and into our homes and made himself known to us. If I'm going to choose what's most important every day, I need to seek the one who's been calling my name from the very beginning. Darren, Darren. Just like Martha, Martha. There's grace at work. Mary made the only choice that was important to her. We all have a choice. We all have time for what we choose to have time for. So we can make excuses or we can make progress. You can't make both. If we choose what is most important, then there won't be as many things that are urgent. Martha was distracted by those urgent things. And Mary chose what was most important, and that will never be taken away from her. 
That's why, with the help of Jesus, we can choose the important over the urgent. Amen.